It's another Dave and Darren Top 5 Things podcast here on Nacho Radio. My name is Dave. This is my partner, Darren. And you're about to hear the top five things we got done on our morning show, which you can hear live at Planet939.com. Or, you know, FM radio if you live in the Quad Cities. And now, here's Darren. Hello, Darren. I should tell you Mm. that uh, the podcast you're about ready to listen to is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. The recreational waiting lists are available if you go to the website. And you can reserve your time there at ntillinois.com. Here we go with our first of five things. These, again, are the top five things. Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. We were talking about this off air. We should probably talk about it on air. The lines were released yesterday. The, uh, the lines for cover five. It's available now. I took a look at them on the app and I thought, oh, this is a little early. I don't know that I should be making any any predictions just yet. Rash decision. Well, a lot can happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, for, for example, the Bears, number one uh, player on the offense. Wants off the team. Wants to be traded. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Nicely done, guys. Yeah, I've got him on my fantasy team. And I thought, I shouldn't take a bear, but how do I pass up on Allen Robinson? Right. Well, now he wants off. He wants to go somewhere else. That didn't take long, did it? (laughs) So, I don't know if there's been any explanation. He demanded a trade. It's a contract situation, Uh or is it a situation where... He doesn't think the quarterback's any damn good. No, I think it's a contract thing. Uh huh. And he deleted all mentions of the Bears from his social media. Take that. Yeah, yeah but still. Imagine how much work that was for him. Okay, go through everything, everything in your social media and delete anything that says Bears on it. Is he playing this week or not? Have they said? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. That, that certainly could influence... What you do with the Bears, although they play the Giants, and the Giants did not look good. The Bears are six-point favorites right now uh-huh. over the New York football Giants. So, I... I with I, that home field advantage. <laughs> How are they... Are they still factoring in the three points for home field advantage? I don't... Is home field advantage just about I sleeping in your own bed? I, is that all that is? And that's worth three points? I don't understand. Yeah, I could see where they all... They say that, you know, it's... We'll give you a point for playing at home. But yeah, those are the lines are available for cover five. Again, congratulations goes out to our week one winner, Jerry Seddon, and he won the large pizza from Gunchy's uh, 2905 Telegraph Road in Davenport, the best pizza in town. What the hell you call that? Hey, what a stupid so, call that was. If you'd like Come to. Come on, let's go, you guys. Brother. Brother. Make your picks. You can. We do have a Thursday game. It's Cleveland and Cincinnati. And that's a game I'm pleased to tell you I won't watch a second of. No thanks. Hard pass. Now, the Bears are a team that has that said right from the get-go, under no circumstances will there be any fans at Soldier Field mm-hmm. the entire season. Some teams are taking a we'll-wait-and-see approach. Other teams are saying we'll let in limited fans. The Bears said right away, no fans under any circumstances. We're not doing it. And I'm wondering about how that's going to work for the home game because half of Bear games is them constantly reminding the fans when the offense has the ball, shut your mouths 
and make noise when the defense is on the field. Are they-, they have to constantly remind people to do that. And I don't know that they do that at any other stadium. Is it a good idea to do the air raid this year? Oh, boy, given everything that's going on? Well, and the fact, given everything that's going on, and the fact that there's nobody in the stands, do we need the air raid? A team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. Well, yesterday I was watching the Sox and, and Twins, and... During the Sox games, they do this bit where, you know, in between innings, they do this bit where a bunch of Italian beef sandwiches have a race all around Chicago, and you you are betting on, you know, which of the three sandwiches is going to win the race. A computerized race. It's an animation. Yeah. They're still showing that, even though there's no one in the stands. Well. So it's like the Bona Beef sandwich races are still happening. There's nobody there to watch it. Yeah, but it's still a sponsor. Right, but it's it, that happens when the cameras are off and we're watching commercials at home. I know. So if I was that sponsor, right, I'd have some issues with that. I don't know why I'm paying. Uh, Jerry, I'm sorry. Listen, the players the con- are watching the animation and and they'll want somewhere to eat after the game. A contract's a contract. It's just just seems ridiculous that you would still have things like that if there's no one in the stands. But maybe it's just a matter of, listen, we have people here at the at the park that are running the game, and yeah. we want them to run the game as normal so they don't get rusty when fans are able to come back. But it seems silly. I wonder if George the Bear, if he's passed all the tests he needs to pass to, to be able to be on the sidelines. <laughs> like they take his temperature? Uh-huh. <laughs> that... Uh, George, George, your uh, your temperature is a little high here. Well, I am in this uh, self-made bear suit. What's the matter with you guys? Yeah, the, the, all the adhesives tend to give you a little bit of a fever. How is, uh, That's just glue fever is all that is. I was going to say, how is... Uh, can you smell things? Can you taste things? No, I, no, no. I haven't been able to no, for no, years. No, I haven't been able to smell or taste since, you on know. A, on account of the glue in yeah, here. Yeah, no. But the guys, they really respect me. They really love me that I'm on the, on the sidelines there. Brother. They don't. Jeez, they, brother. They, they walk right past you. What's the matter with you guys? They don't even acknowledge you. Not even Gail Sayers. You are a, a professional athlete, and there's a man in a homemade bear costume, just haranguing homemade. you the entire episode. The entire game, he's just haranguing you, telling you you're not working hard enough. It would be one thing if the outfit was professionally done. No, no, he made it himself. George made it himself. Come on, let's go, you guys! Just made it himself and helped himself into the into the stands. George the Bear, yeah. It's one of the, if you ever have a, a moment where you're looking for something to watch, look for the NFL Films documentary about George the Bear and and just enjoy it. The inspiration for George the Bear yeah. and his outfit was the fact that he had leftover carpeting from his, when he finished the downstairs. It, 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 he's absolutely right, ladies and gentlemen. That's... I got this carpet. I'm not going to throw it away. I kind of hate to waste this. Oh, yeah, no, no, that'll be good carpet for me to wrap myself in and go to the bear game and stand on the sidelines and tell Dick Butkus he's not doing a good job. I got plenty of this uh, flooring glue still. <laughs> but they have to constantly, when you go to a bear game, 
And I like I don't know how you don't get this as a fan base. And I say this as a Bear fan, but like, shut up when your team has the ball. They don't make those announcements at other stadiums. Mm. It's it's a uniquely Chicago thing. Everybody else in the league gets it. Yes, everyone understands when to shut their mouths. Well, I blame it on the fact that we don't really, as a collective, as far as Chicago Bear fans are concerned, mm-hmm. we don't tailgate all together. It's just everyone's too scattered. Yeah, so it's too many lots. Too, yeah. it's just it's everyone's interesting. Everyone's all over the place. Hmm. That's an interesting. It's so an interesting not, call. There's not a true collective. Interesting. By the time you're able to go to a game and tailgate next year for football, you will be able to have a uh, youngling beer. It's a youngling is a, is a beer that people go nuts for. It's available like in Pennsylvania. You'll have a friend who will smuggle it in uh, behind uh, enemy lines here across the border. That sounds right. It sounds like it's from Pennsylvania. Yeah, it is America's oldest brewery. And they announced yesterday that they have launched a long-term brewing partnership to bring the uh, Yangling beer outside of the East Coast. They are partnering with Molson Coors. And they'll be making a... uh, Well, they made this yesterday. They made a formal announcement at a press conference yesterday that this is what they'll be doing. So now this 191-year-old brewer's existing 22-state footprint will now go into... All 50 states, right? All 50 nifty states? 50 nifty United States from 13 original colonies. Yeah, they say by the third quarter of 2021, you'll be able to go to your favorite store here in the Quant Cities and get yourself a youngling. You won't have to wait for somebody to smuggle it. Hmm. Yeah. I tend to think. Sounds like an episode of Brood. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe this is my thought uh, because I, I've I've had it and it's fine. It's I, I don't know. I know I'm going to get in trouble with people that are super fans of the beer, but this is just my opinion. Art is subjective. It's it's okay. It's it's fine. I don't love it. People go nuts for it, and it's the same exact experience of Coors beer in the '70s. Yeah, when you couldn't get Coors beer here. And you had had a, a, a buddy smuggle it in from the other side of the country, and people would go nuts for it. And Coors is great; it's fine. It's 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 you know it's 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 fine. Um, but once you can get it, does that ruin the cachet? There's this. I would say yes. Like New Glarus beer in Wisconsin. They're very smart because they don't distribute outside of the state of Wisconsin. And the genius is they don't distribute outside of the state of Wisconsin because they don't have to. When you go to Wisconsin, you'll buy a case of it and bring it home. And you're not paying what a distributor would pay for that beer. You're paying full retail. They have distribution. It's just people going up and buying cases and bringing it home. There's no need for them to get involved with distributing outside of the state of Wisconsin. They make plenty of beer and plenty of it shows up in Minnesota and Iowa, and Illinois, and, and elsewhere. So um, anyway, if you're a fan of this Yangling beer, it is coming. It'll be on the store shelves in the Quad Cities by this time next year. Two. 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 Tell me if this makes sense. Chuck E. Cheese wants to destroy 7 billion tickets. 
Now, when you go to Chuck E. Cheese, you play the games, and the games spit out tickets. Your kids then take those tickets to a kiosk and exchange the tickets for crap that will break before you get home. That's the business model. <laughs> it's true. Right? The yeah. kids will want 20 to $30 for tickets, and then they'll get a 75-cent prize, and they're very pleased with themselves. Yeah, they'll get something that might end up r- damaging your car. Right, right. There's we the- had we had really nice upholstery in the back seat, but now there's a big giant pencil <laughs> that is or like a slime jam- frog or a, that is jammed in there. Yes, the, so the- they have these tickets that they need to get rid of, huh? Right, because or- they're they're bankrupt and they have. Someone overbought some tickets, apparently. They're asking a bankruptcy court to approve settlements so that they can destroy 7 billion prize tickets that have built up in the company's supply chain as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Just kept buying them. They just kept showing up. All of our... Troy, Troy, (laughs) Troy, come in here. Yes, sir. Do you keep buying tickets even though we're closed? Well, I mean, we got a delivery service, sir, so yes. Yeah. It's a standing order, sir. So how many tickets is that, then? Seven billion. Seven okay, billion that's, tickets. Okay, that's not what I'm asking. Well, let me, well, let me get into this. I, I, they're saying it's enough tickets to fill 65 40-foot cargo shipping containers. <laughs> Just to destroy the tickets is going to cost $2.28 million. What? Yes. You can't just apparently throw the tickets out. You, you, just need to... can't, you can't just burn them? Well, I mean, because then... No, burning's not a good idea. That's probably not great for the environment, right? Do you remember at the old place where I think they were getting rid of, was it commercial logs mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. That it, you have to have them for a certain period of time. Yes. And then you're... The government says you have to keep... Uh, like seven years or something, whatever right. it was. Yes. And then at that point, you're allowed to... That at that point, you're allowed to get rid of them, destroy right. them. And what most companies that are responsible will do is shred them. they'll hire a company to come and shred the documents. Yes. Come in and shred the documents. Right, right. But what did Brady Street do? Well, I think at that point, we had a couple interns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it might have even been the very first day these interns show, showed up. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, you know what? Because sometimes it's very, it's, sometimes it's difficult to find something for an intern to do. Mm-hmm. Might not be something to do. Well, we've got all these, we've got all these documents we'd like you to destroy, and you know, so start shredding. Mm-hmm. Okay. That went on for just a very brief period of time, right? Because the next thing you know. Out in the dumpster. <laughs> Just throw them all out. A big fire started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, you know what would be a lot easier than shredding these things? We're going to take these to the dumpster and set them on fire. Brady Street was literally a dumpster fire, is what I'm hearing. That's what it... Literally. It was. The Chuck E. Cheese's, the, the locations, because when you think about, okay, 7 billion tickets, that seems like a lot. They've gone bankrupt. They have 612 locations. Mm -hmm. And those rolls of tickets, man, I mean, they go through a lot of them because the machines are always spitting them out. I get it. Your your kid could win 
if each kid wins like 300 tickets, and again, they get nothing for the tickets. Well, and that's the way they did it, too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a matter of playing a game and you get, you won a ticket. Right. And for for whatever the prize is going to be, you only need five tickets. No, you need you need, need four hundred tickets right. for uh, four hundred tickets for a laffy taffy for a plastic ring. Yeah, right, right. You get an army man, one army man for four hundred tickets. For, right. They're saying that they have to get rid of these tickets. This was an emergency motion that was filed earlier this week with the U.S. Bankruptcy Court for the Southern District of Texas. They say it's going to cost them more than $2 million to destroy the tickets, or that would be a million dollars less than if they would just have paid for the prize tickets to get cycled through the supply chain. It's cheaper for them to destroy the tickets than for them to send the tickets out to all of the Chuck E. Cheese's. All of these tickets contain the Chuck E. Cheese trademark on them. So you can't reuse the, the tickets for anything else. You can't sell these to other arcades that have tickets. There's no value in these tickets other than for Chuck E. Cheese. Some Chuck E. Cheese locations have resumed business, but the pandemic also prompted the company to accelerate the use of contactless e-tickets mm -hmm. and phase out the paper tickets altogether for the ticket munchers that collect and count the tickets. Probably should have done that a while ago. Yeah. If you're spending that, this kind of money on tickets. That transition maybe should have happened a while ago. Under the proposed settlements, the supply chain and the performance food group have agreed to destroy the tickets instead of delivering them to the company or releasing them to the public. My little brother shared with me, and this is a memory that until he shared with me, I, I had forgotten about this. Right. And I don't think this will surprise you one bit. When we were children, it would have been 84, 85. Um, it was Labor Day weekend. And my mom had saved enough money that she wanted to treat my little brother and I to a day at Showbiz Pizza. Mm -hmm. And my brother was very excited to go to Showbiz Pizza. And it was basically, I've saved up enough money we can go to the arcade, we can have a pizza, and you boys can play video games for a little bit. Mm -hmm. right? And it was everybody getting in the, in the station wagon, and I threw a fit because I didn't want to leave the Jerry Lewis telephone. <laughs> Boy, that doesn't sound like you at all. What? The, it's the love fun He needs me now. Oh, he's so mad. The afternoon telethon, it was like, because uh, we didn't go to arcades a lot, right? Like, that wasn't today, something that happened a lot. Today, we can't go... We can't go another day? Labor Day? When the love-a-thon is on? He needs me. I'm not leaving the love-a-thon. So you didn't go? I did go. Oh. And apparently I, was a, I wasn't, wasn't great about it. Yeah, the whole time. All this time. Gonna go play Space Invaders when I could be watching the love-a-thon. I don't want to eat pizza. I've, so help me, if I miss Charo this year... They'll be hell to pay, lady. Hell to pay. If I miss the Southland Twins <laughs> and their check presentation, I need to know what 7-Eleven's doing. Yeah, we were, we were, we were, I was so excited to go to Showbiz Pizza. And because it was a bit of a drive, too, from where we lived. It's like we're going to get in the car. This is going to take all day. We're heading to 95th Street. 
here at 95th in Harlem. We're going to go to that showbiz pizza. Like, Can we call our order in <laughs> so it's ready for us when we get there? <laughs> go to an arcade in the 80s for what? To have fun? When the love is on? Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, again, they're... Struggling. It's not going great for us. Number three. 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 Yelp, releasing an economic average report. Yelp, that's the the app where people leave reviews of businesses. Right. Right? Sometimes you can find some really funny stuff on Yelp, where people who are garbage people have opinions that they want to express. Uh Yelp sometimes is very helpful, and sometimes it's like, what a waste of time this is. Well, they're they're an app that deals with businesses, so they've released their economic average report this morning, and according to this data from Yelp, 60% of business closures due to the coronavirus pandemic Mm -hmm. are now permanent. Mm. Closed? And will not reopen. It's not a good number. As of August 31st, 163,735 businesses have indicated on Yelp that they have closed. That is a 23% increase since mid-July. And Yelp's data also says that permanent closures have reached 97,966, representing 60% of closed businesses that will not be reopening. That's brutal. It, that is brutal. And I wonder what the number is for places that were trying to start, trying to open yeah. at that time yeah. and, and won't see the light of day. The last time they put out one of these reports was in mid-July. And that was this is a 34% increase in permanent closures since that last report. The September report marks six months since March 1st, and that's the date that Yelp considers to be the beginning of the business crisis. So six months in. In order to gather closure data, Yelp monitors changes in business hours or descriptions on its app, offering an immediate localized view of the impact the pandemic has had on small businesses. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's rough throughout the past six months. Bars, restaurants, nightlife hit the hardest by restrictions that have been brought along by the pandemic. Sure. More than 32,000 restaurants have closed. That's as of August 31st. The number of restaurants forced to permanently close slightly above the total average, 61%. Yelp says other businesses that were already well-suited for takeout, like your your pizza places, your Mm -hmm. coffee shops, your delis, they are treading water better than other restaurants. Type of restaurants with the highest closures include breakfast places, breakfast and brunch places, sandwich shops, and Mexican restaurants getting particularly hard hit during the pandemic and all of the closures. So, um, yeah, I mean, do what you can for local business. Get takeout if you can and and make a point to, to support as many local small businesses as you can because... With a closure rate as significant as this, yeah, that's interesting that they mentioned Mexican restaurants because they did an article about this. I don't, I don't remember which paper it was, and and I've noticed it myself mm-hmm. because I've been a part of it mm-hmm. myself. But mm-hmm. 
the Adolphs in East Moline yeah. is just doing booming drive-through business. Good. They, I, I, I think, I think you can dine there. I believe, or, or at least they have uh, picnic tables. Okay. Outside, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know about inside. I don't think you can go inside, but they've got picnic tables, and they have drive-through service, and they do it in such a way where someone is is actually sometimes the line is so long, they're taking your order on like an iPad. Mm-hmm. And uh, but some of the lines sometimes get uh, quite long. There, they for whatever reason are doing very well. Good, good. More of that, please. Yeah, that's Adolph and East Moline. Four. 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 It's time for talk about a, a topic near and dear to your heart. Okay. Let's talk about fried chicken. Yes, do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Nice cobblestones. I have to to hold on like a roller coaster when you play it at that volume. It's a little loud. It was a little loud, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a a bit much. I'm just like... It's hard to to see the levels on this thing. I know, I got you. Uh, All right, well, let's get started with the the folks at Popeye's. Mm Mm-hmm. They're bringing back ghost pepper chicken wings. Yes, yes. Are you interested? Oh, see. Does this do anything for you? Absolutely. I like hot chicken. Ghost pepper chicken wings. These first appeared on the menu at Popeye in 2014. Popeye's 2014. And it's a limited edition. So you have to... act fast Mm -hmm. is what you're saying. How long will the ghost pepper chicken wings be around? Not long enough is the answer. (laughs) You would always get the the ghost pepper. You like? I don't know that I would super get, hot. I, do I you? don't know if I would get them all the time, but I yeah, I would absolutely. That would be in a certainly in a tight rotation. Mm. That would be so. You would be more apt to get something hot than something sweet with a with a sauce or a rub. Yes. On a on a on your chicken. Yeah, I want it to make me sweat a little bit. Interesting. Uh, then there's this, uh, the folks at Chick Fil A. They're adding something to the menu. The Honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. Who's doing this? Chick-fil-A. Oh. It's a, a filet like you would get at the Chick-fil-A, drizzled with honey, and then topped with southern-style pimento cheese yeah. and mild pickled jalapenos. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that uh, pimento situation is a big thing in the South. They say it's savory, salty, sweet, and melty. And that's available now? Yeah, that's being added to the menu. Now, I also saw, mm-hmm. I saw where McDonald's yeah. has spicy chick, uh, has the spicy McNuggets. The spicy McNuggets, Although yes. I do, and that's for a limited time as well. I don't know that that's everywhere, though. I don't know if it's at every McDonald's. Mm. Typic, typically, when M- McDonald's rolls something out, they're everywhere. Not no, not no. Participating locations. They're always yeah. careful to say. So, yeah. I, I, as a franchisee, you have the, the freedom yes. to say yes or no to things. The sign I saw, um, the McDonald's on Kimberly Road mm-hmm. was saying that they had them. Bob Evans is now doing fried chicken. Remember, when we had a Bob Evans in town. Sure, that was a great place to go uh, after a night out. The uh, the greasy Bob Evans was, was, was good for what ailed me. That was more of a 
Yeah, that was more of a Saturday morning thing. That was on Kimberly, right, Bob Evans? East Kimberly. Bob Evans down on the farm. Uh, They're calling it the best dang chicken in town. The new hand-breasted crispy fried chicken. They're rolling this out. The new chicken is hand-breaded using five steps and cooked to order using 100% all-white meat. I wonder if Bob Evans and Jimmy Dean ever faced off. Oh, I, I'm sort glad of sa- you said Some sort it. of sausage war. Hmm. Because Bob Evans was a sausage place that yeah. became yes. I think that a restaurant, a rich, or was it a restaurant that became a, that offered their sausage? I shouldn't. I shouldn't speak out of turn. I'm not sure. It would but make they, more sense they, that they but would they had be, their own sausage. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, Jimmy Dean never had his own restaurant, right? No, but he still has a message for us from another time. <laughs> he will still show. He still shows up in ads. There are people here that are, have left reviews on Yelp for Bob Evans at 3302 East Kimberly Road. Yeah. But how long ago did that close? Oh, quite a while ago. Right? That's been... 15 years at, at least. At least 15 At years. least 15. Probably more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Where would the nearest Bob Evans be? They have over 500 locations in 18 states. They're all over the Midwest, but I, there aren't any around us. Went into a Bob, I'm aware Went of. into a Bob Evans after a show in Joliet. Okay. They never brought what we left. They never got around to us. They just ignored you. Yeah. Well, that's not cool. I, mean, I don't know if intentionally or not, but you think it I mean, was I, something you did. Had you, did you do something to upset them? I know what I know. I know what I did. I know it was wrong. Where, where, Sorry, where, Bob Evans. Where is the nearest Bob Evans from here? I'm looking that up now online because I'm interested. Yeah, you got to go to Peoria for do they Bob still, Evans. Do they still have one in Joliet? The, the, the closest one to us, there's three in the Peoria market. You can go to uh, East Peoria, Pekin, or Peoria. That's it. Says the nearest. I'm not taking you to Pekin again. No, not for fried chicken. You're not. <laughs> oh, brother! That, it, end, it ended badly the last time that uh, Darren and I had fried chicken in Pekin. Well, that's what you get. That's what you get when it's. That's mm-hmm. what you get when it's all you can eat chicken. Yeah, that was the first time we ever experienced the all you can eat KFC. We saw is that, that. Is it? Is the KFC by South Park still all you can eat, or have they I, I changed? Think, I don't know. I think so. Maybe not. There's Although, a there's a there's an answer for you. How can they do all you can eat if you can't really do in seating? Yeah, that might be on hold. Yeah, how do they how do they do that? Hmm. Yeah, but the first time we ever saw that was down. We in, turned around. We, we were driving. And, <laughs> we, we, were we were coming tr- back from St. Louis, right? And we turned around and went back to Pekin. I think I just read a sign that said "All You Can Eat KFC." What you just said? And and Darren didn't like. You know where it says authorized vehicles only. Darren turned as quickly as he could around the other way. What did you say, David? All you can eat Kentucky Fried Chicken? David, don't. You better not be lying. Don't you do this to me. There's a a, a new chicken chain that people are going crazy for called BBQ. And it's a wildly popular Korean fried chicken outfit. Sure. Does that do anything for you? Absolutely. They say that it's super crispy fried chicken wings and bibimbap. I I can't be saying that right. Bibimbap. B-I-B-I-M-B-A-P. 
tea. A Korean barbecue? B-I, Bicky I, B-Bo-Bo. I'm actually, yeah, I'm absolutely down with that. Does that do anything to you? Korean fried chicken. Sure. How do the Koreans do fried chicken differently than us? Ends up being a sweet chicken, I think. Boneless and bone-in fried chicken that's marinated, battered, and fried over a two-day process. Then slathered in sweet and spicy honey garlic yeah, sauces. Super glaze. Absolutely. There's also kebab or bulgogi and short rib bimi mat bowls that they serve in cups, along with fries, cheese sticks, takoyaki, tetokoi, I'm not saying this right, and waffle fries. BB.Q. That's the name of this uh, chain that's taking over. People are going nuts for it. K- Korean fried chicken. You're intrigued by all of these things. Yes, absolutely. Quick break, and we're back with more of Dave and Darren in the morning. Going to need some chicken. <laughs> we are going to need some chicken. I mean, we've been up a little while. Feeling a bit peckish. Uh, yeah. Get, getting a little lightheaded. Five, 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 five. I do have a Florida man story to share with you. Florida. And this one comes to us from Lee County, Florida. How do you how do you know Lee County? From Starbucks. <laughs> this story involves a 65-year-old man who was arrested. After he tried to steal a trolley while the driver was on break. 65-year-old Gene Sweet Apple. <laughs> Hello, I'm Gene Sweet Apple. Guess what my guess what my family did in the old country. <laughs> Gene Gene Sweet Apple. Arrested after trying to steal a trolley. Trolley was parked in front of the Lee Tran offices when a witness put his bike on the trolley before realizing that Sweet Apple, who was in the driver's seat, didn't look like your typical trolley driver. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. The bike rider... This guy? This is not my guy. The bike rider went inside the office and spoke with a security guard who located the real driver, who again was on break. The trolley driver went outside and told this guy, you better get out of the trolley before dialing 911. The driver asked Sweetwater if he had a weapon, to which the uh, Mr. Sweetwater said, well, I got a pocket. Sweet I got a, apple. I got a sweet, 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 sweet apple. Yeah, sorry. Uh, do you have a, a weapon? And uh, he said, yeah, I got a pocket knife. Trolley driver then went to the side of, of the trolley putting his hand inside the driver's side window and enabling the emergency shutdown for the trolley's engine. A deputy arrived and asked Sweet Apple to get off the trolley multiple times. He kept responding to the deputy by saying, quote, I'm going to drive this bus. And also, when the deputy kept asking him to get out of the trolley, he kept telling the deputy, quote, Say please! Here's my Sweet Apple walk. Mm, mm. The deputy eventually got this maniac off the trolley, and now he's facing charges of vehicle theft. Sweet apple! (laughs) Resisting arrest. 
that seems like a weird thing to ask. Hey, man, you got a weapon? Like, don't have. You shouldn't ask someone if they have a weapon, right? That seems like a, like an odd thing to ask well, someone that's doing your job. Well, like if I were to get up and come back. And there's just some rando sitting here at the board. Right. I wouldn't say. And I'm here and I don't even notice it. <laughs> you're listening to Dave. You're listening to Sweet Apple and Darren in the morning now. What do you think of that? You know what Sweet Apple always asks for for so, Christmas? What's that? Yoga pants. <laughs> yeah, I got to work my core. I mean, you, That's a Sweet Apple if, joke. If, if you've got it, you might as well flaunt it. <laughs> Make it happen. Uh-huh. Make it happen. What I'm saying, though, is if some rando, and and the look on this guy's mugshot, he looks pretty confused by a lot. Uh-huh. If some guy was just sitting doing my job yeah. while I was on break and I came in and he was sitting here at the board. And I'm not, and I don't I, notice him. Let's say you don't notice him. I wouldn't <laughs> say, hey, man, do you have a weapon? I would just exit and call the cops and let them figure that out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. I got a pocket knife. Yeah. Okay, I, that, what am I, Columbo? I'm asking the questions? Well, it could be kind of a popular question these days, I guess. <laughs> I, mm. I, res- I respectfully uh, uh, disagree. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And that's Dave and Darren's top five things. Thanks so much for downloading and subscribing and leaving a review of the podcast, especially if what you said in the review was nice. If what you said in the review was not nice... Um, I don't know. Kick rocks? Pound sand is what we say. I don't think we've ever had a bad review. The podcast. You're very kind. Thank you. The podcast you just listened to brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Nature's Treatment of uh, Illinois' goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it's not easy to live with a chronic illness. They're a... Experienced wellness consultants will sit down with you and discuss uh, what options work best to make you feel more comfortable. Frequently asked questions are answered if you go to the website ntillinois.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin board. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh, Peace out.